This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie Now next Thursday, the 7th of October, is a date to mark in your diary. It's National Women Women's Enterprise Day. Now in its 15th year, it's an initiative of the local enterprise office. It's described by Jackie McNabb, who's co-chair of the National Women's Enterprise Day, and... Uh, Carlo Woman, as a day of celebration of the very best in female entrepreneurship. To find out more about National Women's Enterprise Day, earlier this week I caught up with the leading lights for Kilkenny and Carlo, Kay Ling of Kay Cajou Jewels, who are in Kilkenny, and Katrina Cullen of Cullen Nurseries in Carlow. Now, Katrina joined us on the show previously when we were in the midst of that lockdown, which I was discussing with Marwina last November. So I started by asking Katrina how business has been since last we spoke. John, I have to say business has been very, very good for us. Um, the Shop Local and Look for Local campaigns was very good to us in that we had an awful lot more customers in Cairo, Kilkenny and Kildare. We actually expanded our business. We purchased an, eight, eight, an additional eight acres of land, which we lined out this year. So we'll have product coming out of that field now in about 18 months' time. Um, we've taken on part-time staff. So it has been very, very good for us, thankfully. We have worked very hard. We've availed the support available to us. So we've we've um, we've made it work for us as well. But look, I can't complain. It's been good for us. It's been challenging, obviously. Yeah. Very, very challenging. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, We've been, we've been going quite busy, thank God. Yeah, huge challenge. Um, but th- never before has resilience been called for. Wh- what kind of skills did you draw on when you were faced with the, the huge challenges of this time last year? My first resilience, or my first, um, what I had to pull on was to put my hand up and say, I need help. And that's where we went to the Leo and there was so much support there that was made available to us and things that I never really considered like a management development course and um, marketing mentoring and things that I just hadn't considered pre- in previous years I availed of all of those things and it really helped me upskill it took the pressure off it educated me which sometimes when you're going around in the dark that's the scariest place there's nothing to fear except fear itself and I educated myself, upskilled, and I was able to see the light, mm. to be honest with you, because there was a massive demand for what we were doing, and it was just getting our name and our brand out there, and the training and mentoring and support I got from Leo helped me do that, helped me do it myself in a cost and time-effective way. Yeah, now, uh, your business that you mentioned there, of course, is Cullen Nurseries. For people who may not know your business, just give us an idea of the services and products you provide. So we grow and supply native trees and hedging. We've actually expanded our range now to include potted hedging and ornamental trees just to meet that the homeowner's market, the new gardens. Uh, we would traditionally sell a lot to farmers who were participating in the gloss, the AOS, the rep schemes. So we expanded out our market as well to include the homeowners, the new builds, people um, that are in their homes a couple of years and want to invigorate their garden as well just adding some ornamental trees and um, so we do a local planting service we're actually booked up for planting for the bare root season for 2021 which is fantastic and uh, we give a lot of advice to people so we're not in for the short sell we're in for the long term because people are always updating their gardens and, and 
making um, improvements to their homes so we would give an awful lot of advice to people and genuine advice is what really won't work in their garden as well. Yeah, so that's a really good position to be in. You're yourself into really long-term planning, <coughs> excuse me, then presumably. Kay Ling of Kay Kaju Jewels also joins us on the line. Kay, tell us a bit about your business. Um, hi, and thanks for having me. Um, so my business is Kay Kaju Jewels and it's handcrafted um, jewellery brand where I design and make all of the pieces myself in my studio in County Kilkenny. So I use semi-precious stones, Swarovski crystals, freshwater pearls, that type of thing. And um, I would wholesale to about 30 stockists around the country. And then I have um, a website where I sell directly to customers as well. Yeah, and obviously apart from the website, uh, face-to-face retail has been under huge pressure over the last 12 months. How how did that impact you and how did you get through COVID? Yeah, so I think, like Katrina said, it's been very challenging, um, but, you know, it, it took a lot of work, but we got through in the end. So just as COVID was starting to hit, we had finished doing um, a wholesale show, which takes a lot of time and money to do. It's Showcase Ireland. Um, so we've made new relationships with new stockists and, you know, gotten great orders from existing stockists. And within the month, either the orders were cancelled or they were delivered and the shops were closed. So they probably weren't going to be paid for a number of months. So obviously it was pretty scary time. And, you know, there was an awful lot of going on because the information was coming in real time. So you were adjusting what you were expecting on the hour, the hour really. Um, so luckily I had put a lot of work um, with the Leo into my website. Um, I'd done the trading online voucher and then I'd done a subsequent program to optimize the website. So what I wasn't experiencing prior to COVID was the kind of traffic I was hoping for. So, you know, once the dust started to settle and we had those long days of no school and no work in our house, I kept thinking about how I was going to, you know, get through this. And obviously the website was the obvious answer. Um, so I worked with the Leo again and um, did a lot of mentoring to optimise the website further and drive traffic through it. Um, and thankfully, I've um, some great customers and, you know, fantastic followers on social media. And, you know, they did their best to support Irish and shop local and all of that kind of thing. So it really did help my business get through that time. Yeah, now teams running through what you've both talked about there are supporting local and also the support from the Local Enterprise Office uh, Network. Now, an initiative that the National Local Enterprise Offices involving all of the local networks are undertaking is National Women's Enterprise Day, which takes place next Thursday, the 7th of October. Uh, Katrina, talk to us about the the unique uh, role, challenges and uh, place of women in enterprise and why there's a need for something like National Women's Enterprise Day. I think now more than ever there's a need for National Women in Enterprise Day. Um, I was frightened by the statistics, I can't even remember off the top of my head, but the amount of frontline workers who were women who kept us going through the pandemic and, and that's the reality of it. We were at home, we were still working, we were raising the kids, we were educating the kids and I just think we're fantastic anyway. But I think it's really important to highlight to women that we can have it all. We can run our homes, we can have businesses and we can have careers that we feel accomplished by. 
Um, I was chosen to be a leading light for National Women Enterprise Day and I have to say it's a very proud day the day I got the call. I was actually lucky enough to be part of the Acorns programme last October as well. And it was that network of women and those friends that I met, although virtually, that has kept me going through the dark days of that pandemic when you're trying to work and you're trying to put your best foot forward. We were lucky enough to um, avail of a trading online voucher as well. And all of that was so new to me. But to have a network of women that I you've met virtually that you've made connections with and you share the same story with that you can tap into that network and say I'm struggling today I need some help with such a thing and they'll recommend somebody or they'll have a, a nugget of information that they've picked up or a, that they can share with you Mm. I have to say that network of women up and down the length and breadth of this country has been so invaluable to me for my mental health and my physical well-being as well. So it is an honour to be chosen to be a leading light. I was honoured to be part of the Acorns programme as well. And I think we all, we really are supporting each other and building our future, which is, is the theme of this year's event. I think it's so important that we come out on next Thursday and tap into that network even more. Kay, uh, you've been chosen as another uh, leading light. Talk to us about your perspective on women in business and the need for a National Women's Enterprise Day. Um, yeah, like Katrina said, it's such an honour to be chosen um, and you know, it just makes you sit back and reflect on how far your business has come. And I think that's a really important um, thing to do during these events. You know, when you are taking the time out, it is really great to map ahead and look where at the possibilities of where your business to go, but also to look back and reflect on how far you've come, the resilience you've shown, the things that you've achieved. Um, and I always find that when National Women's Enterprise Day is on, that, you know, you just get an immense sense of pride at the things that you have achieved, that the, the women that are presenting or speaking at the event have achieved. It's a very kind of collective um, day and it's all about supporting each other and lifting each other up. Yeah, and the leading lights are described in the information that we've got from the National Enterprise Offices as um, business owners that have shown exceptional leadership, resilience and innovation in 2021. Talk to us a bit about resilience and, and how people can develop resilience and get in the mood to innovate when they're under pressure and juggling a whole lot of different things. Who wants to be first taking that on, Katrina? I think... I think women perform incredibly well under pressure and the last 18 months have been exactly that. We were educating our kids and some people probably didn't have small people at home but they still had that massive shift back out of the office. I think it's in our DNA and our nature. We're multitaskers by nature. Um, But like I said, we are much more able to tap into our network to ask for help, to put our hand up and to say... I need some help over here and as a collective I think women just do that for each other because we all know what it, what, what it feels like to be honest mm. Kay, what's your perspective on that? Yeah, I would absolutely agree I think, you know, women show great resilience, we don't always recognise it um, but you know, there's been so much change in flux over the last 18 months and you know it doesn't necessarily mean that you had to school kids at home but everybody had concerns about parents, about family members who might be vulnerable um, about your business, about the bills that were coming in and you know to be able to kind of get through that period and strengthen your business you know it should give great confidence for the time ahead mm. and you know I think people should really recognise that and you know, be happy and confident about what they have achieved over that time. You know, businesses really reinvented themselves, reimagined how they would open their doors every day, um, whether it was virtually or in a takeaway capacity, 
or a gifting capacity, you know, everybody had to adjust and pivot. Um, and it's fantastic to see how many businesses were able to come through and come out the other side even stronger. Yeah. Uh, Katrina, can I put a question to you? I mean, it's obvious the strengths that you see uh, women having, having in business, but if there was something that you think that women could learn from men in business and vice versa, what men could learn from women in business, what would those things be? I feel a delegation would be that thing. I think women probably need to delegate a little bit more. I'm just talking from my own perspective. When Robert and I started to work together, we sat down and we had a conversation about what was each other's expectation. Mm. So I told him my expectation of him. He told me my expectation of of me. And we very clearly defined who did, who was responsible for what. When you're living together, working together and trying to raise a family together, there can be stressful times. There's Mm. no point in saying there can't. But we very clearly laid out this is your role, this is my role, we don't deviate. So if something doesn't get done, we know exactly who was, not who was responsible, but you know, you can you can find a resolution then. KCLR's Bottom Line. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie